Welcome back to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the truth while it's still legal. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and get ready to hear the truth. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Hey guys, here we are again with another Truth Matters podcast, episode 67. How are you today? Hope you're having a wonderful day today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode. Why did we become parents? Hmm. Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) First of all, we love being parents. Second of all, it's very hard. Yes. Thirdly, it's very rewarding. Yes, very true. So why did you become a parent, Leah? You put me on the spot. (laughs) Well, to be honest with you, I I always knew that I would be a mother. I always wanted to be a mother. Even when I was a little girl, I remember my mom and dad would always tell me that I had a mother's heart. Uh, So I felt like (laughs) that I was going to be a mother from a very young age. Um, But I'll be honest, I was not, I didn't think that I was prepared to be a mother when I found out I was pregnant with Emery. Um, We weren't necessarily trying to get pregnant with Emery, our first daughter, Um, but we know that that's what the Lord had in store for us. There's a really cool story behind that. So I know a lot of people have um, their own thoughts and their own convictions about this, but this is just our story. Um, I was um, on birth control at the time for several different reasons, and um, we had gotten a prophecy at church, and I can't remember exactly what it said, but it pretty much said, in uh, not many days hence, uh, you are going to be with child. And that just took me by storm. I was like, oh my goodness, you know. <laughs> you mean somebody prophesied to us? Yes, yes. Does God still do that? Yes, He does. Uh, we uh, were prophesied to that we were going to be pregnant in not many days. And I'll be honest with you, I was so nervous. My first thought was, I'm on birth control. That was my first initial thought. And I remember asking you, I said, well, should I get off birth control? You know, what should I do? What should we do now? And I remember you said that if it is God's plan for us to get pregnant and to have a baby, then there's nothing that's going to stand in the way. Exactly. And I'm telling you what, if it wasn't a month or two later after that prophecy, I got a letter in the mail saying that my birth control had been recalled and that I was at high risk of being pregnant. And sure enough, I took a pregnancy test that night, and sure enough, I was pregnant. Um, so I love to tell people that story because, first of all, it just proves that God is still real. He still speaks to His people through people, um, through prophecy. And number two, just like you said, if it's if it is ordained by God, there is absolutely nothing that can stand in the way of that. Exactly. God is good. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and if He says it's going to happen, there's nothing you can do to stop it. That's true. That is true. So... Um, I'm thankful to be a, a dad, and um, it's been uh, it's been a journey. It's been uh, 
trying of my faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always said that if you want patience, have a child. Yeah. Because children will teach you patience. Mm-hmm. They will mess with your emotions. One moment you want you want to squeeze them to death because you love them so much, and <laughs> the next moment you just want to wring their neck. But we don't wring their neck. Not literally. <laughs> but um, they definitely try your patience. They try your emotions. They yeah. They let you know where you really are with God. Yeah, that's true. And they re- they let you know who you really are as a person, Mm -hmm. even if they don't tell you, just by their actions and the way you react to them will will really show you what kind of person you really are. Yeah, that's true. It'll either make you or break you. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm still shocked that so many people think that it's okay to kill a child in the womb. Oh, man. And uh, it is a child. It's not a fetus. No. Um, You know, scientifically speaking, you can call it a fetus, but at the end of the day, it's a soul. Just like the Bible says, the life is in the blood. Yes. And no sooner than that child begins to develop, there is a bloodline. Yep. There is cells. Did you know that the cells are the first things that are created when a child is being conceived mm-hmm. in its mother's womb? It the cells. Man. The blood cells. Mm. And the Bible says the life is in the blood. Mm. And uh, we know that uh, God is very much against murder. Absolutely. And I can't imagine when I look into the eyes of my children and see how precious of a soul they are, how innocent. I can't understand how someone would want to destroy that innocence, that someone would want to take that future from them, mm. that potential that they have. And if we can truly understand the the power that's behind this, it's the devil. Yeah. It's Satan and his kingdom, because he's trying to destroy future prophets, future ministers of the gospel, future life changers and dreamers and people who can truly make a difference. He's trying to stop that. So don't believe the lie that it's okay, that it's my choice. Mm -hmm. It's not your choice. It's true. It's God's choice. When he gives life, he is the only one that's allowed to take life. That's true. If you have been guilty of doing that, God will forgive you. Yes. You just have to understand where you were wrong. So anyway, we have four beautiful children. Emery is nine. She'll be 10 in November. Elijah just turned seven. Elam is four. He'll be five in October. And then little Eleanor, our little Grace. <laughs> she uh, She's one. She'll be two in January. I call her Gracelyn. Yeah. Her middle name's Grace, but I call her Gracelyn. Which is kind of got that Elvis feel. That's you know? what I was gonna say. It just reminds uh, that Graceland. reminds me of Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But it's one uh, of the things I call Emery Emmy. Yeah. And then I call Elijah Elijah. Yeah. I don't know. Let me ask you um, a question though. Did you ever think that we would have four kids? I thought we'd have three, but I never imagined we would yeah. have four. Man, it's a wild ride. It's like riding a roller coaster. <laughs> and you start going up that, you know, the big Tall part of the hill, and you're like, any moment now, it's just going to come crashing down. <laughs> and it's just, a, it's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Sometimes you need a break. Mm-hmm, Sometimes you need sure. to go away and breathe. You need to pray. You need to think it through. Yeah. You need to have a moment. Mom needs her moment of silence and peace. Dad needs his moment of silence and peace. Thankfully, I get that when I'm at work. But when I get home, I'm ready to see my children and my family. Yeah. 
and I'm excited to see them. Um, I never thought we would have four kids, but I can confidently say that I know that each one of our um, children has been spoken to us by God. I mean, it's, each one of them has yeah. God has obviously preordained them, but He confirmed that we were going to have those children. He mm-hmm. even gave us the names for those children. Yep, especially Eleanor. Yeah, uh, which means light bearer. Yeah, her name was given to Leah in in, in a, a dream. dream. And we are firm believers, folks. If you're a Christian, if you are a child of God, is God not big enough to speak to you personally? We live in a generation where God speaks to his children on a personal level. Back in the Old Testament, there was a priest that we had to go to that would go to uh, God for us because Mm -hmm. we weren't fit to go to him. But when Jesus came, he built that bridge. The Bible says that he tore down that middle wall of partition that divided us between us and God. And he is that he is that cross that that connects us to God again. It's true. We can go to him at any time and we can seek him and we can ask him for direction. And guess what? He'll tell us where to go. He'll tell us what to do. As a matter of fact, he showed Leah to me in a dream before we ever uh, started dating, before we ever uh, it was years before I seen something. her in a dream. I seen her with the the bow in her hair. It was what, what what's it that? It was thing like called? a headband. It's like a, a headband bow. with a bow yeah. on top. <laughs> I seen her in a dream with that. And at the time I didn't know who it was. I didn't know I had no clue. Years down the road, I seen Leah. She was wearing that same headband with a bow in her hair. <laughs> and I knew this is the one I seen in the dream. Man. You may have had dreams or you may have had prophecies or you may have had promises that God's given you. Don't lose heart. Don't lose hope because it'll happen in His time. It's true. And if you want to be a parent, don't be afraid to step out and be a parent. But just make sure, if I can give you any advice, make sure that the partner, the person that you choose, make sure if you're female, the male you choose is a man that's strong and that loves the Lord with all his heart. Because if he loves the Lord with all his heart, he's going to love you the way yeah. you need to be loved. It's true. Vice versa, husband, our future husband, find that young lady that loves the Lord with all her heart. Because if she loves the Lord with all her heart, she'll love you yeah. the way you need to be loved. Don't be like this generation that puts a cap on it and says, I don't want more than one child because I can't afford it. Oh, man. That's the sorriest excuse. Yeah, it definitely Folks, is. And and, I, and I'll be honest, we fought that for a little while. We yep. thought, are we going to be able to afford a child? Are we? Yeah. But until you step out, you'll never know. That's right. And when you step out and you do what God's called you to do, and mm-hmm. he wants you to have children, he wants you to raise them up in the nourishment and admonition of the Lord. Yes. He wants you to raise up those arrows, as the Bible says, and sharpen those arrows mm-hmm. so you can send them out to be ministers. He wants that for you. And if he wants that for you, he's going to bless it. That's right. So trust in him to take care of you. Yeah. You know, God is no respecter of person. So if he has really orchestrated our life together, he can do that for you. He has a plan for you. Yeah, he, he does. doesn't just have a plan for me or my right. wife or our children. He has a plan for you. That's right. Seek him, and you'll find that plan. Yep, that's right. If you seek him with your whole heart, 
whole heart. You'll find him. Yeah, that's true. Psalms 127 and 3. Children are a heritage from the Lord. Offspring, a reward from him. Yes. That's a beautiful scripture. They are a heritage. Yeah. They are someone that you can leave the legacy of God with, that you can teach them and you can show them the way and they can carry on the legacy that you've left behind. Mm -hmm. What would you say to somebody that says, I really Mm -hmm. desire to have children, but I'm scared to have children in this day and time because I know that we're living in the end times. I know we're living um, close to the to the coming of the Lord, what would you say to somebody that has those reservations? Don't let fear be the thing that stops you from doing what you know in your heart you should do. You already know according to God's word, it's his will. He wants you to raise up a future church. If we don't have children, statistically, if we have one child the population is dying. Statistically, if we have two children, we're only replacing what we have, the two parents. Statistically, we should have three children in order to multiply. I'm not saying you have to have three children, but I am saying don't be afraid to have that one because fear will stop you from doing anything God has called you to do. It's true. And it will always stop you from fulfilling God's purpose. Think about your life and how you were born. Aren't you thankful that your parents birthed you? Aren't you thankful that they chose to have you? Mm. Aren't you thankful they didn't abort you? So don't be afraid to have that child that you can raise up and you can love and you can have someone to hold their hand and talk to and and be a parent to. Yeah. And one day they'll be grown up and they will look back and they will thank you because you birthed them and you taught them the right way. And I do want to just say that if you are in a position where you cannot have a child, you can still be a mother. Just because you physically cannot birth a child does not mean that you cannot be a mother. Because there are so many children out there, children, young adults, teens, that need a parent, that need need, a mother. They need adopted. Yes, they need adopted, foster care, even if you want to be a spiritual mother to them. I believe that that is such a need. I want to leave you with this quote. There is no such thing as a perfect parent, so just be a real one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day, 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 day.